Blog Talk Radio. I'd like to welcome everybody to Blog Talk Radio and Vibe Time with Jerry. Hopefully we don't have any internet issues tonight because uh, <laughs> oh, it's been one hot mess. And, of course, we have my co-host on, David Flowers. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm sitting over here. We are we are patiently waiting for Mary Jo Chudley to come on. I sent her out the information. So, in the meantime, we will be waiting patiently. Let me see. I got to see a couple things here. Make sure that um, see the audience is never correct on here. So <sighs> privacy, got to find that. Unfortunately, got to fix all this stuff every time I get on here. Redonkulous. I know we we, ha- we are having a couple of little technical issues, or I am probably more than David Flowers is this evening. Let's see. Let me get on another page, make sure that's going smooth. Hope everybody's had a nice day. It's been hot outside. And we got a chat going. All right, I think that one's okay. So hopefully people can hear me. Don't know if y'all can or not. Can you? Hopefully people off the switchboard, they should be able to hear. And if y'all try to send me any type of messages, not going to get them, unfortunately. So not off of that, this phone anyway. There you are. Hi. How are you? <laughs> How are you? I'm sitting over here worried about technical difficulties. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I always have an issue. Well, I'm having I'm having some internet issues, and they're trying to fix it. So I'm running off of a hotspot. So hopefully everything goes smooth because I have been waiting for weeks for you to come on the show, and I'm like, you have got to be freaking kidding me! Not tonight of all nights for them to um, for me to have some internet issues, which they they've really been working hard on trying to fix it and get it up and running and. Because I will not go back to Breeze Line, but we have another internet company in the area, and they're working hard to try to make sure we get internet. So, good. How have you been doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good, and this is my co-host David Flowers. I don't think y'all know each other. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Good. 
You have been busy. You stay busy. I know. I literally just ran home from work and ran upstairs and just, and thank God everything's still in order from like, because I thought it was last night. <laughs> so I'm thinking, thank God I have to do that because today at work was busy. So, but even just in general with the paranormal stuff, I'm busy. I, I know. You know. I know. I watch you and I'm like, gosh, she's all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I usually go to bed till like 2, 3 in the morning. I schedule all my Facebook stuff for the day before at 2, 3 in the morning. I schedule for the next day. Right. Because I'm at work, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to fire myself. I hit a button. That, I hit the leave. I, I accidentally, I went to um go hit the volume, and I hit the leave button instead by accident. I apologize. Like, she Don't fire me. I didn't mean to cut you off. Or I cut myself off and I didn't get what you said on the last part. No, it's just, just that I'll go to bed till late. And yeah. I get up early in the morning. I do it every single day. Yeah. And everybody knows to talk to me at night because that's the only time they can. Yeah. Late at night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because you stay busy. I noticed that you're just everywhere. TikTok, everywhere. Yeah, and I can't see, I can barely see chat, so David, if there's any questions that anybody has, because I know a couple of people said that they may have a couple questions, I may or may not be able to see them. I'm not used to doing StreamYard off of my phone. I'm used to doing it off of my laptop. So if I... Yeah, if I get get kicked off or I kick myself off, you know why now. (laughs) She's technically challenged. Yeah. Can you can you stick a haunted doll on him, please? I could. I don't know what she's going to do. <laughs> so, I don't know where to start with you because I see so many investigations on TikTok with the videos that you post there. So, I guess I guess we'll start with the team. How did you get started in what you're doing? Because there's people that don't know you, you know, because you've never been on Vibe Time, so. Right. So my, my team started probably in around, I would say, 2018. I always done the paranormal. I just didn't post it on social media. Gotcha. And the only reason I didn't do that is because, you know, when my mom was alive, she really didn't like it. Um, our church wasn't really thrilled that I did it. They were afraid that I was going to get hurt. So I just kind of didn't tell a lot of people. And I got into a smaller group in our area and basically, I was just trying to find things to do for them, and 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 I just kind of thought, you know what, I'm just going to start my own group, you know, because I was really pretty much doing most of it anyway. Right, so I right. I opened up my opened up the name and stuff like that, and that's how the social media part came about. But I've been doing, you know, the paranormal for a long time. I just didn't talk about it. Gotcha. Because a lot of people think you're kind of weary. Now it's better. Now it's a lot better when you talk about it. But back then, people didn't want to hear that. They just looked at you like you were nuts. So right. I quiet. Right. A lot of people do. I think some people still do some of that today. They laugh or make fun of it. And I'm like, all righty then. But it's not as taboo as it used to be. And that's the same thing with energy work, too. It's not as taboo as it used to be. It's, it's starting to come around, and I think more and more people are um, – starting to 
be a little bit more open-minded than what they used to be. Right. To paranormal and all of it, pretty much. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Steve. And Steve Whitehead's got Oklahoma City, got his shirt out to Australia and Hawaii, and of course the personal site. Oh, well, we can, we're getting shares all over the place, Steve Whitehead. He's so sweet. He'll be coming on the show, too. Um, I forgot the exact date. Don't get upset with me, but he'll be coming on Vibe Time as well. We always like all his questions. <laughs> so what got you started with the dolls? It, the dolls just basically, it, it just kind of happened. So, like, you know, I was looking for an outfit for, like, my mom's doll. And, you know, I was looking on Facebook, and I'm not a doll collector. didn't have dolls. And I didn't have any haunted objects in my house at all. Like, I would never bring anything like that home. So that's how that kind of started. I brought the two in, and then stuff started happening, got sick. Um, people were saying it was the dolls, put the dolls in the shed, everything kind of, my health went back to normal. And again, I have, like, documented, as an investigator, you have to document, document, document. You have to have the proof that something like this this is to you. And I have, like, the blood work that I had before I went to the hospital, blood work when I put them in a shed. But I have a lot of proof to, to prove that these dolls were the issue, or one of them at least. And um, so that's how I got these Hornet ones, and that's when COVID hit right after that. So everybody was stuck at home, mm-hmm. and so I just started doing lives with them because I'm thinking, okay, I'm stuck home. It's just me and my husband. So we just started doing lives with them, and then that's when the people started to get to know them and know their names because – you know, they would they would ask questions and they would answer and blah 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 with those box. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had that's when COVID kind of got a little bit better and I had a private case and I had a burn um, frankincense in my house and that's when I found out I had a bad one because it got really mad and it kind of came after me because you know frankincense you know anything evil doesn't like frankincense people right, don't that, know that is so true. this thing started attacking and that's when I had to go out. And, you know, talk to a couple people. I had to make a box, put it in, and all that good stuff. And then I had a couple, I had like three or four mediums try to read the dolls. Um, a lot of them could not read Lily, which is the bad one. They just saw complete blackness. And there was two that actually did. So, and, there, and the, the one that actually did read um, them correctly, they knew the person's name, the, who owned the dolls, the person, everything. So, and I, of course, they didn't know that. I'm the only person who knew that. Even my husband didn't even know any of that. Right. So that guy really blew me away when he knew the real name of the person who owned the doll. Oh, that's cool. I'm the only one who knew that. Right. You know, so that kind of blew me away with all the stuff that he said. So I believed him when he said that whoever had these dolls did this to them to make them mean, you know, to bring one that, that was actually very negative. Right. The other one's not negative. Gretchen's not negative. It's the other one. So... That's how I got them, and just hasn't stopped from there. Gotcha. How many dolls do you have? I really haven't counted because some of them are from cases. Like when we go to Paracons, people just hand me stuff. Like I remember, John's <laughs> asked one time I saw him. He said, "People just hand you shit," and literally, and I'm thinking, "Do they really?" Now I know what he means. Is every time I go to a Paracon, I get handed two, three dolls each time, or an object saying that they can't handle it and can take it. So I, I don't even know how – I kind of lost count how many I have. And there's some in um, a, the Pine Bush Museum in New York. Mm-hmm. They have, like, six 
things of lion, but most of them are like pitchers and they're not all dogs. So they're all different kinds of things. But I, I do have a lot. I have stuff that I haven't even touched yet that people have given me. And I know since I brought them home, the activities kind of sparked up. But they settled down because I ignore them. Right. And you're um, in your doll room, aren't you? Yes. Um, I'm hoping that the dog cabinet would open up like it did last night. So I think it was like three. I have, I have videos all over these rooms. I don't really watch them because I try to give them any attention. But mm-hmm. you really shouldn't. And um, so I did notice the dog cabinet did open up last night again. And then a, a couple of weeks ago, I had this light back here. Um, TikTok gave it to me to, I guess, represent them and, and make videos with them. I thought, yeah, I could do that. I can use a new light. Well, one night, I think, I forget what time, I think it was like 1 o'clock, the light just turned on, but it was flashing like this. And I didn't notice it because I'm sleeping, but the dog cabinet opened up like three or four hours later. Oh, so I came in this room to grab, I came here to grab something out of his room for work, and that's when I noticed the light on, flashing, and then the door opened. So I went back at lunchtime and looked through the video, and I tried to remote. I tried everything to try to debunk that light going like that, and mm-hmm. I can't do it. I have no idea. I even like searched it with that. They having problems with this light system. Just it would just flash like this, different colors, and it doesn't do that even with the remote. So it was just weird how it set that off, and then the dog cabinet opened up a couple hours later. That's wild. Yeah, because yeah. I'm always setting that sucker open. Always. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I just was, stopped posting them. Yeah, I was I was trying to explain to um David that when you did crossroads, remember the the cabinet opened. I remember that specifically. Something moved behind you and that and it caught my eye. And I was trying to explain to him about the cabinet that sometimes it, it opens up. Right. On some because I specifically remember that. Yes, I don't, I'm trying to remember with yours, I think, was it before the podcast? I, I remember, I, it might have not been it's, yours. It's, I, I thought it was yours, but I remember eating, I was shoving food down my throat, but I guess this is probably the same time because this is my late night for work. So I was shoving food, and all of a sudden I got the notification, the door opened, and I'm like, I turned around, it was wide open. Yeah. And I was sitting in the room, and, it, and I didn't hear it, it didn't make a noise, it just opened right up. Yeah, because it was when um when it was when Teresa I don't even I don't even know if Teresa was on the show. Remember, I was helping Jody Nettles out with, I was helping her sh- helping her out with her show for a little while, and okay. yeah, you came on as a guest, and that's I mean that's how I met you was through Crossroads, and right. yeah, I was telling him I was like you don't understand that little that little karaoke cabinet door opens up all by itself. Yep, yeah. it's got a lock on it, but the lock disappears. The key. Go figure, and um, it. I have. I, I try to do everything. Everybody, oh, you have string. You have. That's why I have all these different cameras everywhere, so I can show that I'm not in the room. I even show people my ring camera. Look, you see me leaving. There's nobody in my house. You, you just can't. I can show people all the time that there's nobody in here. They're not going to believe it. They're not going to believe. It. They're not going to believe it. Right. You know, right. There's no string right. here. Um, I said I have so many cameras, and the one that just did that with flashing light. I put behind me. I found a. Um, a tic-tac-toe mirror, and I had it on the floor, and I, and I, when I was in here, I said, hey, listen, I want you guys to play with this for me. So I had the cameras up right up here pointing down. So when all those lights and everything went off, everybody was like, oh, you can't see the, the top of the cabinet. Well, yes, but I was pointing down to the bottom for the tic-tac-toe. 
So, you know, of course, you're like, oh, you opened it. I'm like, okay, it opens all the time. I don't even post the videos anymore. I just delete them because everybody's sick of seeing it being open. Right. But that's what they do. They open it. Usually I keep it open once it opens because I'm sick of people going here and closing it. Right. Um, but there's, like, a thermometer in there, like, for temperature, for, you know, because everything was too hot in there. That's why it opens. I have a, I've tried everything. And, I mean, you have to slam that sucker shut. And I have to take a knife. And you can see where I jab it just to open it up when I have to open it. So it, it is slammed shut. <laughs> but, you know, you can't, you, can't, um, you, you can't convince everybody. That's how I see it. I know that it's not me opening that or just the cabinet itself. It's right. something opening it. And I don't know why. Because I guess they don't like to be in there. I don't know. So, or they want my attention. Right. Ariel Grotta says she loves you so much, Mary Jo. Oh, I love Ariel. She's such a sweetheart. She's from the Clifton um, Theater. That is so cool. Yeah, out of all the um, dolls and everything that people give you, what percentage of do you think is actually haunted? Um, the ones that I know, um, see, the ones that I've really gotten, um, they're from investigators. So one was from um, Tim Paranormal. He he actually bought the doll for me, and it had it for a year. And I, I don't want to embarrass him if you watch it, but he cried when he handed it over. I'm like, dude, you keep the doll. I don't need it. He goes, no, you need to have this. And one of the mediums read it last year's bash, not the one that just passed, but the other year before that, the medium was sitting there like, I can't see this thing. He goes, when you go home, you need to put that sucker in a case. Of course I didn't listen to him because I'm – my mind was 100 miles an hour, and I put it in a box, left it in my room, in this room, and I came in here one night, and I just, and the only day, I always explain to people, it smelled like burnt poop, and I'm like, what does that smell? What is that smell? And I'm like looking around in the box thinking, did I leave something in here from Gettysburg? And then it dawned on me when I saw the doll, I'm like, oh, and then it dawned on me what the smell was. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I kind of just walked out, closed the door, you know, and I said a couple of prayers, and I and I went to bed. And the next day, I called that medium because I told you I could not. If I can't see it, it's pure blackness. I don't know what that is. It's not a spirit. So then, of course, she's been locked up ever since. But um, it was I. Usually, I don't get smells in my house like that. Yeah. So that was kind of freaky. Um, and another one I got at Penhurst not that long ago for that paracon. A girl gave me two dogs, and um. You know, I usually leave them downstairs in my kitchen so I can see if I can hear stuff. Like, my cases I keep in the kitchen. I don't bring them up in my paranormal room. I don't know what's attached to them. Not that they can just go up there, but I, I kind of keep them separated. Right. And um, so all of a sudden I had these dolls on the step, and Bill does not touch any horror objects. If you ever ask him the whole correction, he will not touch any of them. He will not touch not one single one of these dolls or, or objects. So <laughs> I was coming downstairs stairs, you know, from, you know, from, you know, in the morning, and I saw the doll sitting on the chair on a different step. And I'm like, why would he put that doll on a step? So I called him, because he was at work already. I'm like, did you put that doll on the step, on the chair? And he goes, absolutely not. You know I wouldn't touch that thing. So it moved next to the other doll. It went up two steps onto sitting on a chair. So I took a picture of it, and I sent it to the girl who gave it to me. She was in news all the time. And I forgot to tell you, it doesn't like that other doll. Every time I put them together, it, it moves. And she was right because it moved. And I'm like, okay, so now they're in a case together back here. They're in the same case. I want to see if they move, you know, just move away from each other. But 
they have not moved at all, but I just want to see if they did. That's why I kept them together just to prove that they moved on their own, but they so far they have not. But I know they moved on the steps, and I don't have kids here. It's only me and Bill, and I know damn well he won't touch it. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's there's certain ones that are. There's Mr. Jingles back there that came from a TikToker that she said that it was it was definitely demonic, and it was because as I brought it home, I was definitely sick. Everybody who's around it was definitely sick. I actually brought it to a paracon in Salem. Didn't tell anybody it was budging mediums. Each and every one came up to me and said, "What the hell is that?" But it was in a case. Yeah. with protection all around it, but even in that case, they they could sense that that thing was pure evil. What, what, so, I mean, I've got some good ones from paranormal investigators, so. What's changed it now, or is it still that way? It's still in that way. I don't, like, I don't really, um, I brought it to, did I forget to Gettysburg, or, um, I didn't bring it to Gettysburg because we didn't have room. Um, I, I did bring it to um, Henhurst. But I didn't have to drive too much in a car with it. See, when I do those paracons, I get really wiped out right. and really sick, depending on what I bring with me. So at Gettysburg, I didn't bring anything bad because I knew I had to be in the car with it. I had to be around it. I had to be in the hotel room with us. Right. Um, but Gettysburg, I, we went home that night. We only lived 40 minutes. Or not Gettysburg, I'm sorry, uh, Penhurst. We only lived 45 minutes from Penhurst. So I would bring the stuff home and come back. So I wasn't sleeping in the same room with it and so forth. So I can bring a little bit better things with me then. But if it's if it's a, a couple of days in a hotel, they don't come with me. Gotcha. Because I get mainly affected from it, not really much bill. Yeah, Steve White has a question. Good question. Just curious. I know you have your dolls in the cabinet, but have you ever heard a muffled sound that sounded like disembodied voice coming from that cabinet? Yes, a lot of times. And there's more... More towards, because I don't know if you can see it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can see which area it's coming from. But on this side here, so I guess you can't see it, that's where Mr. Jingles is, a big clown. And there's another doll that some me turned it into a uh, Lizzie Borden doll. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that anything was, I just was drawn to it. I thought, oh, she looks like Lizzie Borden. I'm going to change her into a big mistake because this thing that, I don't know, has energy of some sort was pissed. I changed it into the worst thing possible to her was Lizzie Borden. So, so she's, she's been in that cave for a couple of years, but over that side, I hear a lot of talking on that side. When I'm near that, get into that cabinet, because that's where I keep a lot of my equipment, and the dogs in this cabinet over here, you can't see. Um, yeah, I hear a lot of noise over there. Like, I can't make out what it's saying, but I know it's a female, and it mumbles. And I, it's only in that corner. Mm-hmm. But it's right next to the dog cabinet, so it could be coming from that dog cabinet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you run their, your recorders in there too. Yeah, but they, they don't pick they don't pick stuff up. I just don't listen to it a long time. You know what I mean? Like I don't sit there and listen to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, believe me, a couple of times I was in here setting up for a live on Facebook. I wanted to try something out, and one of the crosses flew off of uh, Lily's cage. Oh wow! Flew off from the floor, and I just looked at it, and just went. Just did my thing. And then people were like, well, I posted it that morning. And they're like, how did you stay in that room knowing that came from that demonic doll? I'm like, I have to show it that I'm not afraid of it. If I would have ran out of there, it, 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 it wins. Right. That's the whole part. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. it didn't hit me. It, it kind of was like, at first I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, what? oh well, that's all you got. <laughs> just did my thing and off I went, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of stuff does happen. I just don't post a lot of it. Right. Well, I I understand that because you get, unfortunately, a lot of scrutiny from people. And, 
you have really tough skin to be able to handle all that because you you get quite a bit, I'm sure, because some people believe in haunted dolls and some people don't. Yeah, and it's not just dolls. I have other objects. Yeah. It just seems like, and I don't know if it's because people want a haunted doll so bad that certain people try to put entities into or attract things into dolls so they can sell them. If that makes sense, but I've noticed it does. more haunted dolls than anything. And back in the day, it used to be rings and jewelry, and I don't really see that much anymore. I just see objects like dolls and teddy bears and stuff like that. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody wants a doll. And I keep telling people it's not – if it's really haunted, you should not be having it in your home. That's right. it. Right. Yeah, thanks. thanks, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. Because yeah. they got to be somewhere. I have a couple things that are bound, that are in a box bound, and I and I did that for a reason, and it's trapped, and it's not going anywhere. Um, you know, but I think you really got to know what you're doing. Like in your case, you know what you're doing with what you're right. dealing with. And not everybody, yeah. not everybody does that. Yeah, uh, just out of curiosity, what do you do to keep everything inside the case? The energy? Mm-hmm. Huh? You mean the energy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so I, I learned it from um, the one person, James, he also works with the Warren. It's how they make the Annabelle case. So you have to get natural wood. And I have a video of it because I, I videoed it when this was all going on, when I had to make one for Lily because I just, I video everything. I just do. I just, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to, you literally have to get holy oil. You have to get the natural wood. You have to have it, do it three times. You have to, like, saturate this wood, stick it out in the sun, have it baked in, and then do it three times. So that right there can take you a long time if it's a cloudy day or Definitely. if it's cold. Thank God I did mine. It was 90 degrees. It only took a couple of days for one time for it to dry through and then do it again. Um, and then you have to use plexiglass. You really not should use glass because it can it can come out of glass, but plexiglass is a little bit harder. Right. Um, and then I have the salt on the bottom, the holy salt on the bottom, and then I have each and every corner has a metal top bottom, and then it has the St. Michael's Prayer in it. The one I actually tried to edge in, I think um, the doll cage, uh, Lily's doll, um, cage. I, I tried to etch some of it in there, which was kind of hard, but I just needed to get that in her to case. So I didn't have to sit all the time to do it. Um, but yeah, that, that holds that in. I mean, they can still portray energy out, but nothing like they could do before. So that's why her, her cross fell over. So it's only in a small area. And they said the longer it's in there, the more weaker they get. That's what you know, I was told. The more they're in there, the weaker they get. And you should never open those certain ones. You should never open them. I've never opened Lily's uh, cage at all. She's been in there since the demonologist founded her into that cage, and that was it. She has not been out. She, I will not open it because the lights have died in there, and I'm not changing them because it's not worth it to me. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a show, and I can't remember what show it was, but I remember this this guy had – it was like a haunted cabinet, and he opened it up and ended up getting real sick. But I just can't remember the name of the show and the episode that I that I watched. And he didn't even 
realized that I guess something was had been bound in there, and when he opened it up, he just ended up getting really really ill, and they attributed it to that particular cabinet. It had been locked, and it was locked for a reason. Right. Just like the boxes. I have little bound boxes of stones and just stuff, and it's bound up in stuff for a reason. And it says, do not unbind this, please. (laughs) Because I, you know. uh, Do any of your gadgets go off around the Around the cases? Oh, my God, uh, yeah. Just, meter, meter, whatever? Yeah, so, hey, it, it does. Um, I don't really put a lot around um, Lily. Cause I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't really investigate in here. I could, obviously. Yeah. I just don't because I don't want to give it a lot of attention. And so there's some good things here. They're not all bad. A couple of times I did a live and had people watch it on live on, on Facebook and TikTok. Well, within two hours, both of them shut off. And I'm at work because I had it on my phone just sitting on my desk, and I would come back and check it. All this stuff was going off like it looked like some kind of rave going on in here. And I'm like, oh, my. And I'm watching. All of a sudden, it says, you know, called by, you know, the the person. Called by somebody, meaning me, but I wasn't there. I'm like, what do you mean, called? So I got home. I, of course, come up here with my phone, already, like, turned on camera. And I showed, you know, the thing saying that I paused the live, which I didn't. It's still up. Everything, the Internet's still working. There's nobody home. And all the equipment was going off. I said, who did that? And he goes, I did. Because the ghost box was still running. Everything was still running in the, in the room. And he goes, I did. I'm like, who are you? And it said, Tim. Oh. I said, okay. But prior to that, two weeks before that, we went to Penhurst and we did – um, the Enfield session and or the Enfield experiment, and I kept getting this guy, Timmy, 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 constantly coming to my head. So I'm like, oh my god, this guy thought. But everything was going crazy in this room. Every piece of equipment was, and they were all over the tripwire. Everything was going off. It, it was insane. Just why I never clipped all of it out. I should because it's really interesting to see it. Because it, it just it was, went crazy in here, and that went on. The first day was only two hours. The second day, it went on for eight hours of all the equipment. I'm... Uh-oh. Why are y'all freezing up? Hello? Presenting a haunted doll, especially on a live feed, will hold an EMF detection device to show the doll is haunted. What are your personal thoughts on this? Do from dolls validated is actually haunted? It can be, yes. And I've done this to um, cases that I've had. I have a doll thing over here that I got from somebody that she bought from a haunted place that sells haunted stuff. She's a child and got this doll. So when all the stuff starts getting, she starts getting pretty much beaten up mentally and physically, so I took the doll out, and I, first thing I did, usually I wait a couple weeks, but I went right to the doll, because I already knew why he didn't want to be there, because I had that sense, like, I kind of already knew. Um, so I had the K2 right on her. There's nothing around her at all but the K2. I didn't want to put it to a box. I wanted just the K2. There's no electricity, nothing, internet around her. Every time I asked her a question, I'm like, I want you to make it go to red for yes, and then, and for no, again, to red, uh, red. And every question I asked her, yes or no, it answered me. Do you want to be here? It went to red. 
you know, did you, you, you know, do you not like the family? It went to red. I'm like, but there was nothing around it. It's unexplainable how that worked unless that entity was naked. That's how it was communicating with me. So I do do that sometimes with certain stuff, and I'll put, like, a K2 in with Teddy, which is a haunted old bear. Anytime a child, and this is at Penhurst, and we all watch it, everybody around witnessed this. Anytime a child, because that was from an orphanage, um, anytime a child would come up to that doll, that K2 to put off. I said, do you have a phone on you? They said, no. I said, okay. So we had the children walk away and come back, and it went back off again. Anytime a child came near that bear, that K2 went off. So I, I do like K2s. I really do. Um, and your phone is just another good way to record stuff because you have video and audio. Yeah. You, have, you, you have to watch the two because I've seen people on live go, oh, look, the K2's going off. Well, yeah, because your phone's next to it. Yeah. It's going to go off. Yeah. And people, <laughs> when they see the pictures of, like, on Etsy of the Hornet doll, and they see the K2 going up, yes, it's going to go right next to it. It's yeah. going to go off. It's going to, yeah. and you don't know what's underneath it, too. Right. They can set something, they can put it on top of a wire, and it's going to go off. Right. But people don't realize that when they buy these things, which, again, they shouldn't, um, that people will man- manipulate those things to make it to work. Oh, Even, yeah. like, walkie-talkies will make a K2 go off. Uh-huh. People don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, we had a little girl last night that I thought that was a pretty legitimate EVP session they did yeah. with the mother and the little girl because kids, for some reason, the man, when it comes to the manor house, the spirits, they're like little kids. And that little girl, she was just as cute as a button. I don't even know. She must have been, what, David, five or six maybe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she was just the cutest little thing, and you know because it's 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 a tourist spot, and they did a really good k two session and got the meter to go off with the little girl holding it in her hand and and I knew that it wasn't going to be her mom's cell phone that set that one off, but it just was really interesting and a really good recording that she got off of that. When it came to the K2 meter, yeah. Yeah, we went to Paracon in in Penhurst. um, We had a table. And, again, some of the stuff was set up. And a little boy that was there, his parent is a vendor. So he he was at our table probably about at least half of the day just talking to us. But every time, again, every time that child came up, these objects absolutely loved them. I loved him. And then we had some girl come up, and I guess she's an artist. She's also, I guess, some kind of medium. She asked me what was, what, she'd actually asked me, she drew a picture and gave it to me, and this is what I see next to that bear, and it's a little girl, you know. I think it was a little girl. There's actually a boy attached to it, but she was saying there's a little girl, so I don't, but then again, Mary was, or Mary Gretchen, which is Mary, was behind her, and they say that the daughter is attached to that along with Mary, so it could have been that doll, too, because they were, like, literally back right next to each other. But, yeah, it's just weird how certain kids come up to the objects and they absolutely love it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Steve White, he got another one here, says, just curious, when you when you put two haunted dolls or several of them together, is it possible they can communicate with each other? Oh, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. They, they communicate with their spirits. They don't communicate, obviously, their mouth. But, right. yeah, I believe so. And just like humans, like, we don't like people. 
we don't vibe good with people. Same thing with spirits. You know what I mean? So I'm sure there's there's a couple in that dog case that hate each other. That's probably why it keeps opening. They don't want to be in there with each other. Um, but, yes, I, I believe they can communicate with each other. Because if you ever listen to a ghost box sometimes, you, they sound like they're arguing back and forth, like having right. an intelligent conversation. I don't know if it's residual, but I don't think it would go on a ghost box if it's residual. But, yeah, I believe they talk to each other, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, I'm wondering if, um, you know, some people believe that the ghosts or spirits, whatever you want to call them, they're on different planes, and they, they can't come, they don't know they're there. I'm wondering if the haunted dolls are the same same way, if they could be on different planes and not actually know there's some there's another haunted doll right next to them. See, that I don't know. When I'm around, like, certain mediums, I will pick their brains as much as I can because I can't see what they can see. I can't hear what they can see. So I've asked many of mediums this, and they say that spirits already passed over and they come back. Yeah. So that's, you know, you know, just they, they pass, you know, they're, they're over heaven or wherever you would call it, and they can come back and watch us and see what we're doing. Ghosts are just on this level. They're on this plane, the same plane we're on. Um, and some choose to stay with certain objects for a certain reason, and they can come and go as they please. Like, Mary can stay with Gretchen, the doll, or come with me to a location, because I can't tell you how many times I've been in a location and it would take direction in the ghost box. And I'm like, really? So then the spirit or medium would say, yes, she follows you because she protects you. You protect that doll. She protects you every time you go in these call locations because a lot of things don't like your light, as they call it, um, because I'm positive and they try to hurt the people that are positive. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why some mediums go into places and they get attacked for that same reason. Right. Um, but you know, they can move around on this plane, and they can go to any object if they wanted to. So, um, but the bad ones can't. They're kind of stuck in certain things, you know. And, and of course, certain locations, they're also stuck. They can't, they feel like they can't leave or something's holding them back, something that's not not alive or, you know, an element or whatever you would call it. They just, they're, they feel like they're stuck in that location. But they're still in that same plane as the mediums tell us. Gotcha. gotcha. I don't know if that, that helps that or even confuse you mm-hmm. even more. Yeah, um, Steve Weiss says, have, have you ever thought about putting a voice activated recorder inside the cabinet and just leaving it overnight? Sorry, I'm just full of questions. You're good. You're good. I, I did a couple of times. But some of them, I just don't know. Like the bad ones, I won't do it because I won't open up their cages and put them. In. I call them cages. They're not cages, but they're cases to put it in there. Um, but yeah, usually I, I, different people have told me from different countries because we go different. We go to other countries for paranormal stuff, and um, they tell me not to mess with it. Don't mess with it. Don't communicate with them. Just leave them alone. There again, there's certain ones I do mess with. I know they're okay, but they said just don't bother with them. And I don't know why they say that. I don't know if you give them energy, they take more from you. I don't know. So I haven't done that yet at all, you know. Most of them I know are already haunted, so I don't really need to prove that, you know, myself. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you remember the show from The Haunting, that things scream and die on a lie. That was one of the TikToks I was doing 
with the haunted dolls, and all of a sudden you hear something scream, die in the background. And it was loud. I did not hear it at all. Bill was in Virginia at that time for work, and somebody sent me that little clip and said, you need to hear this. Well, let me tell you, I couldn't sleep that night because I heard that say that to me. Mm-hmm. So I think even knowing I heard that, that's something in my house that I could not physically see or hear said that, I don't want to hear what anybody else has to say. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I just don't, don't want to hear it. Yeah. I, I just I, mean, I have to sleep here. So if I can't hear it, it doesn't scare me. You know, nothing is going to scare me, but, you know, that's kind of, it's bone chilling listening to it. Because it sounds like it's screaming, and I did not hear it. Yeah, that happened to me at Pamplin Park for the the very first time I went there. I had my um, body camera on, and we went into one part of the museum, and it felt a little weird to me. You know, the energy felt off, and um, I could feel the presence around me, but I didn't quite know just how how it was. I just felt it. It wouldn't present or anything like that. But when I got home and downloaded the body camera footage and I heard the audio, it said, die. And I'm going, what did you just say? You know, and I, and it's freaky because you're, you're not hearing it with the naked ear. But when you get home and you're downloading something and you're listening to it, you're going, whoever this man is told me to die. Just like that. And I'm going, ew. It's. I mean, I didn't have to sleep there, but it's just the mere fact that I was there. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. Do you um put any kind of um, protections on that on the room itself? I know you do. I know you do the things with the cases, but do you do anything with the room? Usually, I will. I had a bunch of um babies that that we crinkled up. This is what I got from one of the people down in Costa Rica, he told me his babies kind of controls the energy, keeps it in. Um, so there was, he said you don't have to do it once, but the babies around the room so it doesn't come out. Um, and the bad things, or all of the actually things, are against the one wall with, that there's nothing on the other side, where this side is my bedroom. So it used to be over here, and I was here banging all night. I couldn't sleep. It was dad. I would, get, I would wake up with, like, I was going to throw up, so we move them away from our room, um, so they're not right next to our wall. But yeah, just pretty much that. We have holy oil on the top. We have, um, we do have uh, like little metals on top. You can't see them, but they're on top of the door handle, stuff like that. But yeah, there's certain things that we do, um, so it doesn't come out. But again, I don't come in this room often. I put stuff in here and I leave. Right. You know. Um, I've had two investigators come, like, one time when we went for Halloween things last year, and they were the only ones that were ever in this room besides me or Bill or my my oldest daughter. My other kids won't even come in this room. But, um, yeah, they walked in there, like, and I recorded them just to see their reaction. They're like, oh, it feels – and they've been in this whole location, too. They're like, I don't like the feel in this room. I'm like, yeah, I can't stay in this room very long yeah. at all. Yeah. You can't breathe. It's so heavy, and you just get – I don't know. It's just really – Bring all your energy out. You get so tired if you're in this room too long. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I can imagine. I'll have to come visit you. Yeah. <laughs> the, lady, the lady from the SK Mansion, I, I took her, Miriam, I took her to Eastern State when we came here from Penhurst. She had to use the bathroom. She came from Massachusetts. So it was a long drive. She said, yeah. Can I use your bathroom? I'm like, um, 
can't go in my house for that. <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't, I'm, I'm so nervous that people come up here and something happens to them. Yeah. Or they get pushed down the steps because that's where they are next to the steps. Yeah. You know, and I'll say, oh, God, please, just have her safe going up those steps. And she said, she, I said, just don't go to the right, go to the left. Please do not, you'll see the big sign, do not enter and on the door. And, yeah. she, and she said, oh, I can feel it. As soon as I walk up those steps, I'm like, yeah, thank you, could. Because that, that's where they are, next to the steps on the wall. But, yeah, but she was she was laughing. She could see that I was extremely nervous for going upstairs. Yeah, you I know. know. Yeah. I had a, I had a question now I and this is totally off the whole subject of what we're talking about because I'm I'm just I need clarification. You do the what is it twisted dolls? Mm-hmm. You make those though, right? Yeah. Okay, that's I wanted to make sure it was you that was making them. I was like, she's talented. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I I went to art school, uh, you know, as a well, early teens, because our school would always have um, fellowships. So every Saturday, I got, for like, I don't know, for about four or five years, I got scholarships from my school to go to the big center city, which is a huge, you know, Philadelphia center city, a really big art school. They're just as big as, as New York. Um, I would go down there and get trained by these huge people how to draw. And I did, go, I did get accepted at the University of the Arts, um, I started going there, and then I got pregnant with my son. But I was already engaged and married, but that was my uh, – I had dropped out. It was too much to drive down there, you know, being pregnant. So I went to community college, and that was just a, a waste for art. You don't do that when you – you know, for art school. So I kind of dropped out. But there was, back then, there was no money in art, nothing. My mom always wanted me to do art, art, art. I'm like, Mom, I'll make pictures for people. I, I used to draw people's dogs when they died and make posters or, or, you know, oil paintings and stuff. I'm like, but, you know, there's really no money. You know, I can't quit my job and do this. So it's funny. She passed away. I get the dolls because of her, and the whole stuff started, and now I'm painting dolls. I'm like, thanks. And she's a doll collector. She loves dolls. Absolutely loves dolls. And I'm saying, great, Mom. So it's her spirit constantly. I'm, I'm telling you, it's her trying to grab me to say, you have to do this. You have to paint these. Yeah. She never wanted my artistic stuff to go to waste. I know she didn't. She's getting mad when I wouldn't do anything with it. So I think it makes her happy that I paint these dolls. Oh, yeah. You do beautiful work on them. Even though they're creepy, they're, you, it's just, (laughs) you have an eye for that. And I just, every time I see one posted, I was like, is she doing those? Because I want one one day. They're just so cool looking. I mean, you just take, I need you to take the doll that I got out in the shed that was my childhood doll and transform it into something. <laughs> oh, genius. I've done, like, people keep on, like, you know, a couple of my friends give me dolls to change them into stuff. Um, I just literally take everything off of them. Like, when I get them, I, I find a good bone structure one or a big doll, take the hair off, pop the eyes out, take the clothes off, and I just start from scratch just with the body. Mm-hmm. And I look at them, like, what does this look like? Like, a couple of my, I made Pennywise because it has the bone structure for Pennywise. Um, I made a Ouija board one because it was all open up here. I'm thinking, what can I put here? Yeah. And I was in, in this room actually getting something, and I had the Ouija board that I have that I bought that has never been used. The, um, um, oh, God. Scooby-Doo. And I thought, oh, my God, yes, no, perfect Ouija board. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, and that, I, I kept that one because that one's kind of cool. It's different. You don't see stuff like that. No, and you have a real eye for it, too. That's what's so cool. 
is that she Thank got you. that eye and talent for that. And I was just like, that is so amazing how you transform something that just looks so meh and you give it a personality. <laughs> See, I think it looks totally different by the time I'm done with them because they're not the same stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then people are like, well, how much are they? I'm like, well, they're a little expensive because I get the eyes from an artist. And they have, I would tell everybody, any art thing, anything, meaning painting, anything, it starts with the eyes. I always believe the eyes are the soul and everything. So if yeah. the eyes aren't good, don't even bother. That's how I, and I've yeah. always been that way. Every painting I start it, I always start with the eyes. If I don't have the eyes right, I don't finish it. It's, it, it to me, it's not going to be worth anything if the eyes aren't perfect. Um, but, yeah, so I buy really expensive eyes, and then the hair is usually real, unless they want the, the funky color hair, and I can't do real hair that. But usually the hair is real, and I make the wigs, and I make everything, everything, yeah. except for the clothes. I don't have a sewing machine. I just don't know how to use one quite, but can't be that hard. Don't feel bad. I don't either. Yeah. It's okay. We're okay. Steve White has another question. It says, one last question. Do you think with your haunted dolls, they keep other spirits at bay from disrupting your household? Is that possible? Meaning other spirits will not enter your home as long as the dolls are there. So, yes. So when I had Lily and Gretchen, Lily's the really bad one, and I had Gretchen, Gretchen always tried. And again, this is medium telling me this. And I've heard things on a ghost box saying that she protects me, meaning Gretchen, Mary. Um, it seemed like the more I got the positive ones, the less activity with the demonic one went down. And, I, and believe me, and I know people use demonic all the time, like, you know, oh, everybody says, listen, there's very little demonic in this world. I mean, there, it, there is and there isn't, um, but I wouldn't say if, if it wasn't bad if I knew it wasn't. If I thought it was a negative spirit, I would say it's a negative spirit. You know, this thing is pure evil. And, and even the guy who I bought it from even said that he put this thing into it. Um, it wasn't like that until he did it, and he didn't know how to get rid of it, and that's why he sold it. But, um, but yeah, I feel like the more positive the more haunted things I got, humans, it seemed like it calmed down the demonic more. It, it wasn't so active. I wasn't getting as sick, and I wasn't hearing bangs. The doors weren't opening and slamming shut all the time. It calmed down a lot since I got the the, the regular human spirits. So I, I think so. And then you saying coming in the house, no. Because I brought things home from locations. I've had, I've, I talked to my one friend, um, Scott, he's the medium um, all the time, he's a cop, and he's usually, you know, up at night, so he'll, he'll call me, you awake, I'm like, of course I'm awake, <laughs> and um, so we'll talk, and he'll, like, and he'll just say, somebody's there with you, it's so-and-so, blah, 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 they came from your work, like, we didn't even came from my work, they're like, it's somebody's family member, they're trying to get a hold of you, they see your light, and they think that you can hear them, but you don't let them talk to you, and they're trying to tell you something. So he told me the message, and I went back to work, and I said, hey, guys, does anybody know who this is? Because they followed me home. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they, a lot of things follow me home. I think that's why I don't sleep too good at night anyway, or I do. I always, I can't sleep more than two to three hours. Something wakes me up every night. So yeah. now I wait till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Then I go to bed, and I get up at 6, and I haven't seen it out of time to sleep anyway. So, yeah. but, yeah, something always wakes me up every night. Yeah. 
that don't happen to me as much anymore as it did, and I'm okay with that because I need my beauty rest. But on on a few occasions, I have my little visitors, and I'm like, mm. then I look at them, and I'm like, I'm trying to go to sleep. Please leave me alone. <laughs> I want to go. Yeah, all I want to do is go to bed, and then I get mad and I start crying because all I want to do is go to sleep. that you your brain automatically knows when something is is watching you your eyes it was some type of fact I'll have to go back on the video and look look back on it but it has something to do with your eyes and how your brain works and that it just knows that you're being watched and that's why people when they're when they're sleeping and they they feel the eyes upon them they wake up you know, I'll go back and see if I can find that video because it was like an interesting facts video. And I just, I was like, oh, that's really cool, cool information. And I'll send it to you because I thought I saved it. It was on a TikTok video. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I know my daughter, the, my oldest daughter, who had four kids, um, she, uh, we went past a train station. I hope she's not watching, but... We went past the train station one time and somebody jumped in front of the train. And I'm like, so I turned around with the other way because you see the, the white. I, it's weird. I deal with the paranormal, but I don't deal with death very well. Even though to be in the medical field, I stop being EMT, all that stuff, we're going to cancer hospitals. I can't deal with death. I take it home and I will cry for days. I can't deal with it. I'm, I'm, I'm too much of an empath. It's scary. Oh, yeah. That's all I do is cry. You cry in front of me, I'm done. I yeah. cry. Yeah. Um, but so... Yeah, there was a white cloth, and I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, so I turned the other way and got home, and my daughter was talking, asking, I haven't heard from her one friend. Kept on saying, I'm like, she's fine. She's probably, you know, or he's probably at, you know, his you know, his father's house. Wouldn't you know, I woke up in the middle of the night with that child screaming at me. Like, I always saw with his face, and it, it, it looked scary because he's screaming at me, trying to wake me up. And I'm like... Oh my God, why am I seeing him? And I'm just like looking at him, like, why am I seeing him? And then all of a sudden, it just vanished. And I jump up because I got this thing in my head check, check Vicky, check Vicky. And mm-hmm. I kept on getting check Vicky. So I ran, and this was actually her room. So I ran in here. I'm like, are you okay? And that's when she said that Riley committed suicide and jumped in front of the screen. I'm like, and I'm just like, oh my God, I just saw him. Like, literally, I, I mean, I didn't tell her that, but I'm like, I did later on. But I don't know what was going on in her head, but he was waking me up to get her and make sure she was okay. So I guess she was, like, lost it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was hard for all those kids. Like, that whole year was very hard for those kids. Oh, you yeah. know. I can't imagine, but, yeah. Yeah. Because you don't, you're not, you don't have any psychic stuff, do you? Like, psychic medium? Yeah. I didn't think, or do you? I, I know things. Gotcha. That's all. I can look at something. It's usually haunted stuff, which is weird. I can look at something and say, well, the reason why this thing doesn't like you is because of what you do, your your family or your religion or whatever. I can I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's them telling me or just because I 
I don't know. Yeah. But I have that. But I don't. I couldn't say I don't see things, but I do see them. I ignore it. Gotcha. I see black shadows all the time, but that can be anything because I live in a haunted house. But I've seen like full body apparitions at um, Penhurst, but not humans walking in front of me. There are always bad things I see. Gotcha. Um, and then I was doing that. I don't know if anybody ever heard of the um, the Enfield experiment. You have to watch that because that brings in your psychic. So what is this white lights or red lights in your eyes? And then you listen to white noise. That's it. And all of a sudden images after about five minutes start to appear to your head. Well, let me tell you, that was the first time I did it was at um, the Bel Air house. And when, when I was done that whole session, I took off my headphones. The people behind me were pure white and their mouths were like wide open like, what just happened? And I remember some of the stuff, but right. I could tell you who lived in that house, what they were, what they looked like. They were looking at us. I said, oh, she's coming down the steps right now. The tripwire starts going off. They were, they didn't know how I knew all this. And then we did that at Penhurst with Timmy. And I saw this kid on the floor, all bones. And I said, oh, there's a black entity right in the doorway and it's watching us. And they said, all of a sudden, the equipment starts going off by the door. I'm sitting there with all covered up. I can't see anything. But I knew what was going on and I was seeing stuff. And my medium friends, like, you have to watch that because if you do have like real psychic like, abilities, that can open up doors that you cannot close. Right. And he goes, are you having bad stuff? You don't want to open that door. Mm -hmm. So I haven't done it since. But let me tell you, it was fascinating. Yeah. Very, but it scares me now because you don't want to open that door up because yeah. you cannot close it once you open it. And that kind of experiment can open somebody's knees really psychic. He said, don't do it if you're not ready for it. Right. I
You freaks out there. This is Ryan coming at you live from the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show Studios with my good friend, CR, hanging out with me. What is up, brother? Oh, nothing much. How are you? Oh, you know, just uh, uh, living life as best I can. By day. Yeah, well, that's 
That's the truth. We've got uh, the folks from When Gods Collide on the show with us tonight, and they are hanging out. I can see they're outside. They're living there. Uh, that's really cool. And you know what? It's really cool that they're actually joining us on National Hot Spud Sunday Day. Um, so I know it's uh, it is you know it's a very special holiday. It's like I should go out and get some get some ice cream or something. Oh, you just had some celebrating. Yep. Nice. Well, I mean, not with hot fudge, but yeah. well. Then in Rome. Yeah, well, well, you didn't know it was National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Well, saying National Hot Fudge Sunday Day seems kind of redundant. <laughs> you know, it's like Sunday Day. Right. Uh, there's also International Red Shoe Day. So. Don't have any red shoes. Neither do I. Angie has red shoes, but she never wears them. Special red shoes, then. Yeah, it's like International Clown Shoe Day. <laughs> mm. So, Alston is going out of town, and uh, you were nice enough to join me. I'm wondering if you've recovered yet from uh, the other day. Oh, the whole Twix fiasco, I, I, I keep having nightmares. I Honestly, I thought about just just taking myself into some, like a mental institution and uh, <laughs> going into therapy because, like they said in that article, you think life is one way, and then all of a sudden, boom, it completely changes. Right. I mean, getting checked in and having a shot of hell all wouldn't be a bad idea. <clears throat> Was it Twix? Was it Twin Sticks, right? Twin Sticks. Twin yep. Sticks. That's right. See, I kind of block it out of my head because it was it was too uh, <laughs> too mind blowing for me right. to even uh, yeah, I was comprehend. My, I was able to get through my whole show that night, and I was so messed up, but I still did it. You did. You you persevered, and I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> I read an article um, yesterday. Now, if you're, you're watching it, where they're saying now pink flamingos is a sign for being a uh, a swinger. Yep. And I wonder, I wonder if that's a new thing. The upside down pineapple. Well, it's upside down. Okay. Yep. I was going to say, a lot of people have pineapples on their doors as their, as their door knockers. So, and they're probably not swingers. Depends on the uh, orientation of the pineapple. It has oh. different connotations of the meaning, depending on the orientation of where the pineapple is. I wonder if it's uh, upside down flamingo. But yeah, you know, pink fl- I guess pink flamingos were a lot more popular, like in the early in the '80s and stuff. You know, the tacky lawn decorations. So they're, they're yeah. kind of fallen out of favor. Uh, I think I don't know. Where if if you see a pink Flamingo, it's more you can be like, okay, that might be something because they're not, 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 they're not that many out there anymore. At least I, I don't see them anymore. I used to see like well, deer and shit and all the kinds of animals in people's yards. They were, they were really prevalent. Um, I lived in a trailer park in the 90s. I remember seeing yeah. 
all kinds of animals that were just staked in the yard. But pink flamingos were really prevalent. Yeah, I don't know what, what the point of pink flamingos are. Are your people are supposed to drive by in the middle of, like, Minnesota and, like, oh, my God, is that really a flamingo sitting in the front yard in the snow? I mean, <laughs> who are they trying to fool? Right. So I guess I'm guessing that maybe, you know, maybe it's uh, – now it's not not as popular as it once was, but maybe they could be used as something like a sign. Hey, you know, you see the pink flamingo. Right. Rare to flamingo. That was bad. Sorry, that was terrible. Probably <laughs> should just quit the show right now. Call it call it a day. So we've got a special guest tonight on the show. We actually have a musical group on the show, which you know we talk paranormal shit. That's what we do. But tonight we're talking musical shit. Can't believe Ryan's talking swingers. Oh, yeah. You should have heard some of my other shows I've done on this. Yeah, that's the reason why the show comes out at 9 o'clock. I mean, when you're running a show for, what is it, eight years? Oh, it'll be 10 years. It'll be, yeah, it'll be 10 years in January, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we gotta talk about swinging flamingos. Can't even talk. Oh my God. Let's um let's go ahead and welcome our guests. We've got these the uh, folks from When Gods Collide. They are a band out of I think Parkersburg, West Virginia. At least that's what it says on their Facebook page. Hope it's not lying to me. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and see how this goes, shall we? Welcome. Hey, how are you? How you guys doing tonight? Good. We're doing great. great, great, great. Oh, we got to turn that off. <laughs> got a little bit of echo going on there. Echo, 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 echo. Yeah. Reverb. I'll be able to turn our mic down there. Uh, That's your side. Yeah. How do you turn the mic off on the computer? <laughs> yeah. Almost like they could do some scrying while they're there. And it sounds like uh, I got the necrophonic session, ne- necrophonic going on, on my phone. They have the echo on there. Okay. Oh, it's fine. It, we we can understand you. It's all good. So how's how's everything going out in West Virginia? Oh, you're not? Oh, shoot. <laughs> We're in Ohio. Ohio. Oh, okay. Facebook lied to me. Bastard. <laughs> so how's Ohio? Pretty good. Uh, Trying to get used to it. You guys just move out there? My Marietta, Ohio. Right outside of Parkersburg, West Virginia. Close maybe that's maybe that's what it is. They just said, "Oh, it's close enough." We'll say you're from Parkersburg, right? Different yeah. state. Who cares? Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna close this uh, computer screen and see if I can stop the echo. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is a lot better. That was the issue. That was the issue. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Just can't figure it out. That's the only problem. <laughs> 
thinking. I might be kind of looking at myself either, but I really don't have a choice. If my computer screen down, the show would cut off. So. Well, at least he said something about himself. I thought he was going to talk about us. Or... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're beautiful, so I don't know. <laughs> so um, I'm just want you guys uh, going from uh, right to left. Uh, introduce yourselves. <laughs> nice. Okay. Looking good. I'm getting, I'm getting hungry over here. Yeah, you just you went you uh yeah, yeah I can hear you now, but for a second there it kind of went away. Hold on. I got my 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 speakers turned all the way up so I can hear better. Make sure mine on, I'm not, not on mute. Yeah. 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 You're louder now. We can barely hear you. Oh, good. All right, so what's going on, Ed? Uh, you got it on the show. Talking about Red Hill Red Yeah. Is that um? Do you want? We can talk about your music a little bit first, if you want. Get you get you know talk about started and some of your musical uh, influences. Yeah, I can't hear you. I can't. We can't really hear you. No, we can't hear you. I'll shut the voice off. If you want, you can always you can always just call in to the show if you want to do it that there way. There we go. I, I can tell it's 100 percent better now. You hear better now? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So like I said, we can talk about your how you guys got started, you know, the band and like some of your early musical influences and so like you know. All right. Well. Um, how the band started? That was your question. It was in uh, 2017. Um, we got the band together. Uh, let's see. I met with uh, a gentleman. This was before this band started. So let's go from the time this band. Yeah. Because we had old band members. Band broke up, and then uh, then we put a new band together. And uh, I think out of the original members, myself, Russ Barney, are the two originals, and then. We brought, uh, Russ brought Todd in. This is Todd. And uh, we met Mark Purcell. I met Mark Purcell through Facebook, I believe. And uh, what we did was is, uh, we just started putting things together slowly and surely. Um, started recording, uh, creating music, getting back into it. Um, and then one thing led to another. You just keep adding on musicians, adding on musicians. 
and eventually end up with a, a band. Now, we still are looking for a bass player because I can't stand playing bass and singing at the same time. <laughs> so uh, I like to sing and, and not have to worry about playing an instrument. But uh, When Gods Collide Band, the, the song name came from, or the band name came from one of my songs that I had. Uh, a long time ago, I created a song called When Gods Collide. And then uh, one of the band members said one day, they were like, that sounds like a really good band name. So we made it the band name. So is that you singing on The White Witch? Uh, White Witch, I'm not going to say what it's about. But uh, but it's a good song, man. It's, a, it it's about whenever I was growing up. Uh, the title really throws you off, though. Because I didn't my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when you're telling you the picker and switch, beat the shit out of us with old Willow Tree Land sticks and stuff. And uh, the song was about uh, he had uh, I went one day and I decided to pick a willow tree lamb in his apartment and uh, she whipped it back like Indiana Jones and whipped the shit out of me with it. And I found out after that I found out don't ever pick a flimsy lamb. Make sure it's a hard stick. Because <laughs> Grandma knows how to do a bullwhip. <laughs> so yeah, I had red stripes on that one for a long time. Mm. You can kind of hear it when Chris is actually singing the lyrics. Uh, you can hear the pain in his soul, you know, coming out. But what it is, towards the end of the song, I figured out, you know, she was actually right. You know, it's, uh, you got to discipline your children, otherwise they're not going to listen. I mean, that's true. I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of, like, uh, you know, Back then, a lot, a lot of the times, it, it would, would come to, it would come to that. Right. Man, my mom used to use the spatula on when it when I when I really pissed her off, you know, or the whole mouthful of soap, you know. I mean, I I, I, I got from the knuckles to the knife to the fork on the knuckles at the dinner table. Mm. I never had that never happened to me, but you know, I I I do remember, you know, the the uh, yeah, like I said, the spatula or like the the mouthful of soap and stuff like that. But well, when you're in school, did you ever get the paddle? You know, I never got the paddle. No. My my mom would get the ruler. I mean, she went to school with uh, I guess it was Catholic school. You know, she said if if anybody acted up, they get the ruler on the knuckles. Oh, we got yeah. lucky one time. I was in there in line to get my butt whooped in the principal's office. She happened to break the paddle over the kid in front of me, broke it over his butt. And <laughs> oh my God! You should have. <laughs> you dodged a bullet there. Holy shit! Yeah, he was mean. So I graduated. I graduated high school in 2003, and I think it was my junior year. I forget what class I was in, but um, I was on the swim team, and we went to two-a-day practices. So. I started swim practice at like 5.30, 5.45 in the morning, and then I had to be in class at 7. Well, my ass fell asleep in class, and the teacher had one of these metal or aluminum yardsticks with the, uh, the metal insert on the side. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right across the knuckles with that metal. You and can't see that nowadays. He actually got fired over that. <laughs> well, I never fell asleep in class again. 
Listen, we're going to keep seeing the quarry gets in this cut, right? Mm. Right. So we, had this, uh, we had this fifth grade teacher, man. She uh, they had these twins, and they were always acting up in class. And uh, one day she got mad at him. Didn't realize. Shoved him up against the wall real hard. You could hear him screaming, buddy, bird. She didn't realize his hands were on the edge of the desk when he hit the wall. Oh, broke his fingers all across, you know, both hands. She never did get in trouble for that one. Wow. You got away with it. Wow. Yeah, okay. We had a guy fall asleep in class one, one day back in high school, and the teacher was, like, supposed to be really quiet. We snuck out the classroom. He turned the lights off, and the guy ended up waking up, like, an hour later. And the janitor came in to uh, uh, clean the floors. Did I get to call my mom to pick me up? I missed the bus. We did that. We snuck out before the teacher went out the door. He set the clock to like 3.30, 4 o'clock. And then he slammed the doors. We got out. And this kid came out the door at like Mach 4. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, hey gentlemen, I, I'm laughing uh, extra hard. I'm actually a high school math teacher and a metal drummer. So it's, uh, I guess they're totally juxtaposed. But uh, just hearing all the stories, I, I've got a bunch of stories of my own from the teacher end, and it's uh, it, it, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, That's a whole other show. We can we can do crazy teacher stories and have you back on. So how yeah, would you? How would you? If you asked for cuss words, you just blurted it out, saying exactly what it was. <laughs> what football means? You just spit it right out. She didn't care. So how would you describe your music? I wouldn't be described. I'll let you all describe that while I'm Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, a, yeah, it's definitely, like, my background as, as a drummer, um, I'm very classic rock, uh, Neil Peart from Rush, uh, you know, Mike Portnoy from Green Theater. Those, those are my big influences. So, then, like, 80s music, Duran Duran, for instance. So, I basically listened to that stuff my whole life, and not a lot of metal, uh, you know, Metallica, you know, a couple other bands, so I'm more to the metal side, and what I'm finding when, when we're playing the metal music, um, a lot of the stuff I know, like Sandy Carey from Tool, um, I can use those influences in, into our genre, I guess you want to call it horror rock, like H-O-R-R-O-R, horror rock is what we mean. We're basically making up a new genre. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, intense, I guess is probably the best word. Um, melodic. I don't know. Hey, you guys, just, I'm the drummer. You guys just described it. You I'm a songwriter. I'm going to say Russ is the one that writes the songs. The music. Well, yeah, the music, but you write the words. Well, I mean, okay, so basically what we do is they come up with riffs. And, you know, we'll play something live. We'll uh, make it up like Johnny on the spot and record it as we're making it up. And then what I do is is I take what we played, and it's probably, say, when we first recorded, it's probably like 10 to 15 minutes. So what I do is is I take that and I chop it up in the segment. And I say, well, this sounds good or that sounds good or... Well, maybe if we take this piece and stick it over here, it doesn't belong there. 
next thing you know, you're layering and layering and layering. And, and uh, before you know it, you got a, a five-minute phone. Yeah, and, and like, yeah, Chris will say, hey, listen to this. Like, oh, my God, that sounds good. <laughs> so nobody <laughs> so goes back and we have to do that. We have to learn how to play. But it's amazing. Well, we, uh, I guess, we, uh, we wanted to, we wanted to do something different. We don't want to be the same. We want to be mm-hmm. different. And um, I think it's the only way to actually make it these days is to try to stand out. If yeah. It sounds like someone else. They're just going to say, hey, you sound like so-and-so. Hold up. Right. Thing. You don't want to be cookie cutter. You know, yeah. you got to. Yeah. You know what it's all about now? That's the big corporations making all the money out this one sound. And everybody big stores, but they make it all the money. Yeah, right. I think it's a lot of all sounds the same. I mean, every song sounds the same, but they just change the words. <laughs> yeah. I think it's easier to make it these days because there's so many. You don't actually have a, have to have a record label to make it. Yeah, you can right. use SoundCloud. You can use YouTube. That's kind of the way it was with uh, like uh, what we do in the paranormal. Mm-hmm. There are so many paranormal shows out there. Right. Teams that go on YouTube and they start filming stuff and. You've really got, like you said, you got to do something different. You got to stand out because it's basically just watching the same thing over and over again. Right. Well, and that's the same thing with what we do in podcasting too. Sure. There's yeah. So many different, and and that's why I do my show without really any genre to it. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking about a goal is to be the first band, or maybe be the first promoter or something live music at the Comic-Con. That'd be fun, yeah. Like Paranormal Comic-Con? Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. To have live bands there, Paranormal, with maybe a horror or a scary uh, theme. Everybody you know, would have to have a theme that way. Like, I'll, I'll dress up as a math teacher. I'll scare the shit out of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> do you guys listen to, like... Oh, my God. Tell me gonna be someone's gonna be a pop quiz or some shit. I'm passing out quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> you got your red marker. <laughs> so you so you say a whore horror. I gotta say it the right way. So oh the whole whole like a whole different show. About the other kind of rock, the horror horror rock. Do you listen to a lot of like Guar and and bands like that? Do you get a lot of influence from them? I remember Guar. The other
exploit, what's an all kinds of plastic rock. And yes. When it comes yeah. to metal, you know, the facelift and, and right. Chimera, uh, growing oh, out of ACDC. Or if you could call it Alice. 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 Make it count. No, it 
like dress up or anything or you know, like as far as like wearing costumes and stuff on stage Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or, 
I'll put on my Ken ball glasses out to catch that. <laughs> Maybe I can bring some big guns and just start spreading them all over my like that. Well, I can't do it. The bass guitar is Yeah, that, that, that might not work out too well. <laughs> yeah. No reason to find a new bass guitar player so you can pour yeah. cigarettes on your head. I'm getting jealous over here. <laughs> it looks like it's just just kind of chilling and grilling or grilling and chilling. There's nothing like that on a summer yeah. night, man. That's awesome. It's awesome. We were trying to get it all done before the podcast, but it never got away from us. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I'm, I'm glad you guys could come on and chat with us for a little bit. Yeah. Same here. Same here. So what, when you're – yeah, let's let's talk about let's talk about some of your paranormal experiences. All right, I don't have any. Don't be afraid of me. Did you uh, go ahead, Chris? Did you see the YouTube channel? Uh, yeah. Did you see the door opening? Oh, I missed that one. Well, what it is when you go on uh, my YouTube channel, the Crystal Girl. Uh huh. There is a. Uh, a video that says door open for no reason or unexplained door open or something like that. And uh, what, it, what it was is when we came home, we, well, let's back it up before that. The, the ex, which was the wife at the time, she used to uh, call me at work all the time, about two hours away, clean carpet. They tell me the doors are open and closed downstairs. Someone broke in. I'd have the neighbor check it out. Nobody's there. Doors are still locked outside. So the neighbor check it out. The doors of the cabinets are open, standing wide open, all of them. So then he'd go back home. He'd call me again. Hey, someone's back in the house. You know, someone's messing around. Go there. Nobody's there. So after so many times of this, about hearing doors open and closing downstairs, we decided to put in surveillance cameras. Well. We put in the surveillance cameras, and I don't know, about a week or two, maybe two weeks went by, and uh, we took the kids to Grandma's house where we forgot the milk. So we come back to pick the milk up, and the door is standing wide open. The green door was open. <coughs> so I'm like, well, I know I locked that thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, you locked it. And I'm like, okay. So somebody broke in. So we hurry up and run in the house. James is still on the door upstairs. And the downstairs door was still locked. I had to unlock it just to get in. But nobody broke in. Nobody broke in. So I go in later on that night. I start playing the video back. I played the video back, and somehow, some way, the whatever it was, it reached through the wood door, unlocked the screen door, pushed the screen door open. And uh, that kind of intrigued our interest, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, how, the, how the heck is that possible? goes for hours and be like, come on, man, knock on the desk. Come on, do it. Let's knock. Come on, get to doing it. Knock on the desk. And I'd sit down and nothing would happen, nothing would happen. So then a couple hours later, you know, I'm sitting there about ready to go to bed. And I'm like, come on, man, just one time. Do it three times. Just like me. And I knocked three times and I sat there and all of a sudden you could hear a knock, knock, knock. And I was like, oh, hell no. Shut everything off and went upstairs. <laughs> And uh, that's whenever I kind of figure out, oh, something's something there. So then I started using the Ouija board and uh, antagonizing it and trying to get it to do stuff. And mm-hmm. that's whenever. 
started appearing and and uh, started talking to us. And we had a carpet cleaning business at the time. You'd be washing the dishes, you'd hear, "Are you cleaning?" <laughs> Turn around, nobody's there. You know. And then it started waking the ex. Well, it would start waking her up in the middle of the night and push her. Uh, it would appear in the girls' bedroom. Uh, they would say there's an old lady in there with a blurry face. She looked weird with old clothes, no feet. And this was when they were a wee little, like before they even seen a scary movie. They'd have, we, they'd have never even watched a scary movie before. So we kind of, you know, we were kind of blowing it off at first, but then when we started hearing it, seeing it, and uh, the video and all that stuff, that's what we figured out on when you get the hell out of here. Yeah, then we moved. Well, I didn't know I was supposed to say goodbye. <laughs> right. I didn't know you were supposed to say goodbye to the week board all that stuff. Yeah, close it out. Yeah. Yeah. But... Later on, we, we started investigating, and we found out that the reason they called it Red Hill Road is because there was a really bad slaughtery battle a long time ago on that hill, and a whole lot of people died in a big battle. So that explained why when you were mowing the lawn, you could see someone walk around the corner and get off the tractor, and there's nobody there. You go back to mowing and see someone else walk around the corner and get off and get look, nobody there. Uh, so, but when we moved, it followed us. <laughs> we thought moving would solve the problem, but it didn't. It followed us to the next place and started mimicking the kids, touching band members, which was here. That was Meadowview Drive. Oh, that'll be okay. Meadowview, gotcha. Yeah, there's a, we had a couple band members quit on us because it touched them on their neck a couple times. I went down. <laughs> <laughs> I went up one time, I was cooking omelets. And, Heard him say, oh, shit. <laughs> he came downstairs. He said, something just touched me on my neck or something. And then some other band member that never even talked to that guy, same thing happened to him. <clears throat> uh, let's see, that was John McCarty, first guy to happen to. Second guy was Adam, the bass player. I think that's one of the reasons he won't come back. Adam said he didn't want to play the bass. But that happened to him in the basement. Oh, yeah? That, that is oh, okay. He's one of the guys that touched. Oh. <laughs> so, and then uh, moved, uh, moved out of that place years later. I moved in here. And then I think, now here's where you come in, that is. Yeah. How long was it before I heard that crap? Um, maybe like. Within the month. After moving in. Yeah, within a month, I was in the bathroom, in the bathroom, and I heard a knock, 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 three knocks. And I'm like, hurry up, and I, I run up to the front door, and I'm like, okay, who's there? Well, nobody's there, so then I started thinking, well, wait a minute, that knock was really close. So I went around knocking on the door and trying to find out which one it was. <laughs> it was the basement door. <coughs> And uh, it's time on our area. Something like only welcome people invited or something like that. Only welcome people invited. No, invited invasions only. Invited invasions only. <laughs> Have a symbol. You win the back. Yeah. But was it a five-pointer star or something like that? Thanks, Grant. 
before you got there, or I don't know, maybe the whole Ouija board thing. Because it's not like it comes no. with a, a manual as far as like closing it right. down or whatever. You, you don't know that when you when you're doing it. I used to. My sister got a Ouija board for Christmas one year, and I'm over here downstairs in the basement messing around with it, saying, "Who's the coolest person here?" You know, shit like that. I didn't close it down. I could have somebody calling me from that. Yeah, the guy that uh, owned that place on Red Hill Road, the only way he could sell it was to an old couple that was deaf and blind. So it doesn't matter to them. Like, they can, anything right. can happen. <laughs> as long as they don't push them. Whoever uh, Eve told me to call this guy and talk to him about stuff that was in the base because me and the girlfriend were arguing a lot. She said it real bad. It was just bugging the shit out of her every day. So, um, told me to say, uh, you need to leave. Time to go. Time to go bye-bye. See you later. I did that. And we haven't, he hasn't sent anything since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so usually, usually there's usually two types of, of, uh, haunting. Um, one is a, is an active type. And then the other one is what we call kind of a, a residual or like a, think of like, playing a recording or like a like a tape that's what a residual is is they're going about their daily business it was something that they were ingrained in doing so they're not there it's just an ingrained taping of what they did it's like and then uh, like recording well, of their energy i do best from the red hill or not red hill but the better you drive up we used to record music in there a lot and uh, you can hear shit in the recording. Yeah, you can hear stuff in it from where we recorded it there. And that's when you get, like, Civil War, like, battles and stuff, you'll hear, like, yep. like uh, gunshots well, and shit like, like that. When you're not saying anything, you can hear someone breathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the recording I got from the schoolhouse. You're this far away from the bike, but it sounds like they're breathing this far away from it. Yeah, yeah. There, we have two houses on the, the property I manage, the haunted the cabin on 360. One's the cabin. The next door is a brick rancher where a 17-year-old uh, shot and killed his 12-year-old sister in the late 70s. And there is wow. an energy in that house that kind of goes along with what you were saying with your, at your house where people, when they, even, they come in, even if they're even there for a little bit, sometimes they'll just get pissed off for no reason. And they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, want, they'll have violent thoughts. Um, not they won't act on them because they'll they'll realize oh shit I I'm not I'm feeling different I should get out of there. Right. But um, the the brother living in the house I don't I don't know how long this entity is, was has been in the house, but you know he hangs out the entity hangs out a lot in the basement and that's when I talked to one of the one of the little girls just one of the little girl's friends, um, she said that the brother would hang out in the basement a lot. And uh, and she was on drugs, and you know you have a lot of different different influences coming at you at all at one time. And he he said he blacked he blacked out, and when he woke up, his you know he saw his sister lying on the floor with two gunshot wounds to her chest. Wow. Yeah. So again, I'm like absolving him for what happened or anything. But the, he could have been he could have been influenced by a little more than just you know natural causes. Right. That, that was one of the things I had happened, but it wasn't that. But it was uh, 
when I'd hang out in the basement and write lyrics, kind of black out when you were writing them. Mm-hmm. And then when you come to, you had a really good song. So <laughs> there's a lot of, and then whenever they started talking to me about it, and I started going back and reading the lyrics, I was like, holy shit, that's not me saying that. That was like, a, it all went black with it, with, uh, written like that. My delirium was written like that. The good ones, man. I mean, the good ones that had really good lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best ones are the ones that I wrote when I was by myself in that basement. So, but she had, uh, Alexis. They like to mimic her. I want to introduce her. This is my daughter, Alexis. Hey. Hey, Alexis.
we had kids on site because we were doing a school tour, but they were they were on the other side of the grounds. And I was just in there closing up, and I was recording, you know, a little EVP session. And I got home, and I listened to it. I'm like, I think I'm losing my mind, you know. We've got kids in there. I can explain it away. Well, then I sent it to Ryan, and I'm like, dude, check this out because I don't know if I'm tripping or not. He goes, and it was funny because it sounded like they were right outside the door. It like, did. We're outside the window playing. Yeah. But – Again, but that would be an example of a residual haunting of yep. the energy yeah. of the children that through the years. That's amazing. I'm going to add on onto that, guys. Um, so you guys actually got in touch with my girlfriend, D, and, and he's the one that said, hey, um, let's have the band song. Just real quick, Chris's old house, like I said, goes to follow this here. He came to one of our Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.